This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Matthew Brabham, who's preparing for the Indy 500, and Tim Slade, who swept the weekend's racing in the supercars at Winton. I hope you'll stay with us. For the 100th running at the Indianapolis 500 is Matthew Brabham. Congratulations. Uh, I guess just qualifying in took a, a lot of the nervousness out of the whole program. Yeah. It's just good to get through qualifying and you know, get all prepared for the race and start focusing on that. But I mean, I think, you know, you know if, if anything, you know, I was, I was too nervous for qualifying and get through qualifying. to uh, the layman what the difference is in the the week leading up to qualifying to the week after qualifying in how you're setting up the car and what you're actually looking to achieve yes obviously you know when you're leading into the, the qualifying weekend um you know more of the running on track um is, is on your own and in clean air and uh you're just kind of fine-tuning the car and trying to reduce uh the scrub and make it quicker you know by running less downforce and little things like that and then you know, once you get through qualifying and, and you're in the race and, you know, all you have left to do is prepare um, for the race, you know, you start going more downforce, running with other cars and trying to improve the car and the way it reacts with having cars in front of it, um, which is, you know, a drastic difference in the way the car feels. I mean, we did a lot of running today um, in, the, in, the, in the race trim and in with other cars and it was, it was quite different. How big is the, the biggest packs you've been involved in in practice? Um, I mean, today was probably the biggest, and we, and we had, you know, uh, probably around 15, 16 to 20 cars in, in a big pack and, and all running together. So, you know, it's pretty close to what the, the racing's going to feel like. And, uh, you know, obviously the race is going to be a little bit more cars and, the, you know, the bigger pack, especially at the start. But, um, you know, once it kind of gets into a rhythm, I feel like we've got a pretty good idea of what the race is going to feel like. So, how many miles have you spent going around the oval so far? Um, a lot. <laughs> I mean, we, we've done you know pretty much uh, almost 120 laps. Um, you know, every day. Uh, you know, the race distance is is 200 laps. So, uh, you know, we've had a pretty good good shot. We got a lot of running in, and uh, and you know, we're definitely going to use up you know all the miles available to us. So, uh, no, we're definitely getting, you know, a lot of laps under my belt, and that's just the biggest thing for me, you know, as a rookie um, experiencing everything for the first time is just getting that confidence and those laps and that experience you know, before the big day. And what about the Australian contingent? I saw last night, Australian time, that there was a new Facebook group of Australians going to the uh, 100th Indy. Has the, uh, the accent started to really change much over there? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of get that. A little bit. I mean, I think I've been here for a while, and you know, I'm starting to lose some of the slang words and things like that. But no, the, the Aussie support um, that has been here at the 500 has been, you know, outstanding. Uh, you know, I met some Aussies today in pit lane, and uh, you know, obviously everyone, the part of our, you know, perfect team, Murray crew, and the and the Chris Carr Fog Foundation, and you know, everyone that's a part of our team is, is 
is has been awesome. You know, I think you know we've got one of the biggest support um, groups in the in the in the paddock at the moment. All the other teams are a little bit jealous. And Indy is famous for uh, the cars having personalities and names. It, is your car the Helensville Fly yet, or the Helensville Express? What what are you calling the car? Um, yeah, no, no name at the moment. I mean, I, I to be honest, I haven't thought about that. Um, you know, you sh- I think maybe the team has a name for the car, but I mean, they're, they're, these days they're just interchanging so many different chassis here and there. I know that when uh, Penske and Ganassi rolled up, they uh, they rolled their uh, their road course cars off and then rolled out all their oval cars and they had separate cars for you know each event. You know, our team wasn't quite like that. Um, you know, but obviously, you know, they're they're so interchangeable these days and things like that. I mean, I don't know. I have to, I have to think of a name for the name. Well, we're certainly hoping that uh, after 500 miles next weekend that uh, you're going to have a name for her for sure. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah, hopefully, you know, a winning name would be fantastic or, you know, Rookie of the Year or something and then give an appropriate name for that. <laughs> well, Matt, all very best and uh, I know that uh, everyone's thoughts and, uh, and best wishes are with you. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Well, Tim Slade swept the weekend's racing at Winton. We heard from him on both Saturday and Sunday talking about having his first win in the major series since he was running in the Dunlop series some eight years ago. What was it? It was Wakefield Park in Slade Speed, what, 2008? Yeah, eight years. Nah, just a podium. Um... Yeah, take it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, I guess like any sports person, um, that's why you do it is to is to chase the success. So, um, yeah, I mean, every I presume everyone in the field believes in themselves and believes in their own ability, and you know, I'm, I'm no different. So, um, you know, throughout the sort of categories in my career, whenever we've sort of managed to get ourselves in the right position, we've um, you know we've been able to do some winning. So. This is no different. Um, you know, back a few years now, I sort of felt as though we had some really good momentum going at, uh, at SBR, and, um, you know, that was a, a pretty good period, and we sort of come on really strong the last year there, but then I guess that got sort of pulled out from underneath us a little bit with the whole, uh, you know, everything that happened there with, with the team, and, you know, it was sort of a fair few steps backwards, and then, um, yeah, the last couple of years have been a bit up and down, but, um, yeah, I mean, ever since day one, I've, I've really uh, loved... Like genuinely love my time at, at BJR and, and spending time down in Albury with, uh, with everyone in the team. So from that side of things, it, it couldn't be better. Um, so, you know, I knew when we had a day like this and, and got a result like we have, then it'd be uh, extra special. Well, you mentioned that word belief. Was there ever a moment where you, where you lost that belief? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, halfway through uh, 2014 with, uh, with Walkinshaw, I went through, you know, pretty... Um, Pretty tough period, um, and uh, yeah, Adrian there was actually, you know, he was, oh, I shouldn't sound surprised, but <laughs> he, he was really good and, and sort of helped me through that, and I guess the toughest of that was, uh, was you know, crashing out at Bathurst, and we'd already had a fairly lean run before that, and then that was sort of breaking point for me, and, and luckily we came out at Gold Coast and, and had a pretty good week in there, and got a podium um, after, uh, yeah, Mark, everybody did, but that got swapped around, so... <laughs> So you probably would have broken me if you, if, yeah, so thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, for sure there's been super tough times because you go through that period and you've got teammates who are, you know, winning races and, and finishing towards the front fairly consistently and, and, you know, you're sort of back a bit and really can't see why you're, you're back there. The, the answers aren't really there. So um, when the answers aren't there, that's, uh, that's the toughest time. So I felt as though this year, even though, you know, we haven't, you know, had fantastic results, we always get, get back to the workshop and dissect it all and there's never been a period where we're like, you know, we were hopeless. It's always like, yeah, there's so much potential there. We just need to put it all together. And, and um, yeah, as I've spoken about, get qualifying right. And we're always pretty confident in our race car. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Second race, easier to win. Those last five laps, much more, you know, not as white-knuckled on the steering wheel. And what was that like? Yeah, I guess it's, you know, it's true what they say. The, <laughs> once you get the first one out of the way, it's definitely easier. The second one... Um, I guess, you know, the first one, there's still that, for whatever reason, the element of doubt in your mind because you hadn't got it done before. So, um, yeah, you, you, your brain's definitely uh, a lot clearer, you know, doing those laps in the, uh, in the second race there. And again, you know, I was fortunate that I had a really speedy car and was able to sort of control it, um, you know, to a certain extent, you know, manage the gap. So, um, yeah, I, you know, once we started getting close to home, I started thinking about burnouts and stuff like that, and then sort of had to pull my head in and, uh, yeah, worry about keeping the thing on the track and getting it to the finish line. So, um, yeah, definitely a lot easier. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.